Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is Brandon. This is the final recording. Uh, On the the evening, we have just found out, we have just won the uh, PopCon Podcast Award once again for uh, Best Television and Film. This will be our third win for that category uh, the last four years. It's only been around four years uh, that they've been doing this award show. Uh, making it four total awards, as uh, a couple years ago we won for best editing and mixing. Uh, and thank you to everyone involved with PopCon and stuff for having our submission and once again awarding us and always treating us well. Uh, it feels like we're um, taking that and going off on a high, I suppose, as um, Cult Cinema Cavalcade has reached its conclusion, uh, which maybe it's going to take you by surprise hearing this, but uh, it has run its course um, over time, and it's only become a little bit more apparent now. Uh, there is no ill will or bad blood between the co-hosts. That has nothing to do, and this was a completely uh, a decision that was made that we were both completely fine with. Uh, this recording, by the way, is going to be raw, and I have notes, <laughs> but um, it's just going to be pretty loose and just go to it. So uh, this could be taking many by surprise. I've posted around... Um, via many social media sites, wherever we're at, just to, you know, inform people of the show ending, that there will be no more new episodes. But, you know, I thought we should should probably put out a recording saying that too, in case that's the way some people are informed with Cult Cinema Cavalcade. Um, A big apology is we have not had an episode since April, and it's now July. And that's my fault, I think, because... During this COVID-19 pandemic that swept up, my life changed uh, a lot during that time. And I thought I'd be podcast haven. Well, I'm home all the time working from home. But no, um, my work became from home, which included a lot of Zoom conferencing. My my life at home was taking care of my kids, educating my kids. You know, I always take care of my kids, but now I became their educator and uh, their chef throughout the day and their education included zoom calls i have very young kids who their education could not be just here you go go do it so i had to be involved and at the end of the day with that the last thing i want to do is sit down for a zoom call again at night or sit down in front of a computer and edit uh it's just the way it happened and um i had been thinking for a while uh that the show was kind of coasting run its course and the, the Godzilla stuff kind of felt uh burst one last good burst get it done I always wanted to do Godzilla and we did and 
um, yeah, it felt like a good punch, a good coast uh, to go off of. And my goal, personal goal, when when we set out for Cult Cinema Cavalcade, uh, the Star Trek thing, um, the five-year mission. Um, and then at the end of the five years, see where it's taken us and would we renew for another mission. And um, actually it was six because there was a, a whole year of Colin and I discussing the show before it happened. Um, so maybe six years. Uh, and then you're like, hey, Brandon, uh, your five years is up in like August and uh, you, uh, you you haven't done any episodes in a while. Well, I counted it out. And since we did that burst, that like two month burst of just Godzilla, 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 Jason, Godzilla, 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 Godzilla with some bonus episodes in there as well. Um, that actually stretched us out to September. So if we went on our normal schedule, we more than did the five years. And we also recorded our first episode in July, I believe, which we then recorded again. So The Wizard of Speed and Time, the one we debuted with, we probably mentioned it before, but we recorded it the first time. It didn't sound good. So we went back, had a more um, guided way of doing the show, and it just kind of took off from there. Um, but yeah, so I the past year and a half have uh, been really tough on me for... Uh, the the show like I haven't I've, I've been into it and things would you know revive my interest and stuff like that but you know I've been thinking about this five years coming up and when it got to it I recessed and I I uh, for me I, I was done um, I informed Cullen and he kind of felt the same way so we just you know it was just like you know what we've done it <laughs> we've done all this and the, the thing that's been crazy about it is you know it's it did a lot in five years. Uh, we got, all, you know, those, the awards are run, but we've done like live shows, been guest at conventions, gone on other programs. People have like really enjoyed the show. And that's something I can't trade um, that it's such people. And to see that thousands of people were interested in the show, I was like, wow. When I first talked to our producer, Brad, about our ratings, because I was curious, I, did, I like, I, wanted to hear but I didn't I thought he was gonna tell us that like oh well 25 people listen to your show but no it, it went beyond that even in the first year I was I was stunned after just months how many people were listening and thank you thank you for that um but yeah so it's just kind of there's a lot of stuff that we never got to or did but it didn't happen um as for me uh, this isn't it with me with podcasting. I'm going to be off the air for like another month or so. Um, I will have a new program coming and you're going to hear, you'll be, if you keep on the pages and stuff, you'll, you'll hear all about that. So I'm, I'm not done. Uh, I'm not done talking about movies for sure. Uh, you can, in the meantime, I'm on out now with Aaron and Abe, uh, doing a commentary, um, each month. So there's still that, uh, but I have a new program, um, coming soon. So, uh, look forward to that, and I'm very excited, and I think you're gonna love it. So if you love this show, a uh, lot of same, a lot of same voices you're gonna hear back there. A lot of new ones, a lot of new ideas, uh, movies. Uh, you're gonna like it. I, I really think you are. It's gonna be real fun. Um, but that's that's for then. That's for then. This is for now, and for now, this is the the end of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. I, I thought I'd drop some little last bits of trivia on things that it didn't happen on the show that you wouldn't know about because we don't brag about our failures, I guess. But uh, uh, first off, a little trivia. So 
at uh, PopCon, uh, was it two years ago, maybe? The 2018 PopCon, I think it was. Uh, we were going to do um, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park and Justin Beam of Reverend Entertainment, uh, Justin Beam Radio, Radio Hour. We had him on for Silent Night, Deadly Night, if you remember years ago during our Halloween season. Uh, he was going to be our guest on it. And the weekend before, uh, PopCon informed him that they weren't needing his services. He was going to be doing uh, running Q&As and panels. And, so, and he lives in another state. And I won't mention, I don't want people tracking down Justin. But he informed me, and he was going to try to drive. I was like, eh, no, 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 dude. It's, if, you, if you saw the live show, you'd be like, why did I come for this? But uh, we quickly scrapped up, and our producer, Brad, had always been poking us to do um, Terror Squad, a movie shot in his hometown. Uh, and I was like, hey, Brad, I need a last minute. Let's do this. You're already up at the stage anyway. And... It was a real fun switch up, and I and I intentionally did the ADR so it sounded like something else was supposed to be there. And thanks to listener Brian Sigan, he caught it, and he was like, "Was there something else that was supposed to be there?" So there was that one. Um, we also another live show at PopCon. We did a reading of Attack of the Clones, um, and we never released it. So it did happen, but you never got to hear it. Um, we were in a not ideal area, uh, and it just didn't go as smoothly like doing it um put a lot of work into it but doing it just off the cuff like that just did not pan out as well as I thought uh we did though there's a guy out in the audience that loved it though and we did sign a script for him so uh thanks to that guy who enjoyed it but we just decided not to release that audio um I don't even know if I still kept it or not but we decided not to read that and then Another one was a following Godzilla was supposed to be, uh, we we're going to talk about Glenn Danzig's Veronica with our recurring guest, Troy Brownfield, but uh, he got a really cool gig, which I don't think I can talk about uh, right now, uh, but he had to back out and that kind of led to just, you know what, I needed to take some time, uh, break uh, and collect my thoughts and we're now here. But uh, So thanks, Troy, but no, 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 it's fine. Um, we had some... We had some guests that came really close to happening, uh, but but they didn't pan out. Um, we almost had Jennifer Love Hewitt to talk about the uh, anniversary. I believe it was the 20th anniversary of I Know What You Did Last Summer, but at the time she just, I don't know, I had a couple back and forth with um, her agent, and she was almost there, but then at the end of the day she was just not doing interviews at the time, And but she did send us a, a very kind message Um that she was happy that we were thinking of her and wished us best of luck, all this stuff. But it was really kind from her. So she's a sweetheart. Um, we almost had uh, Amy Simetz um, was going to guest on one of our Halloween episodes. Um, actress and director Amy Simetz. I'm a big fan of hers. If you ever seen her, but uh, she had, I believe it was reshoots for Pet Cemetery. Called her back and she had to cancel on us. So um, someone else stepped in and thanks to that person for helping us out with that. And then lastly, oh, Melissa Villasenora, um, Saturday Night Live. Um, was going to have her on, but oh my gosh, I had to go through barrier and barrier and barrier, and I just tired out of like approval upon approval of people trying to come on the show. So that, there's some other guests I went for and didn't quite get, but those were three close, very close ones. 
but they didn't pan out. Um, but yeah, those are some of the fun things that didn't happen. And as always, I always love the show. Um, appreciate it. Uh, that other people did too. And people would always be like, do this movie or that movie. And I don't even know if some of you were watching along with me. A lot of people like that we were in depth and they didn't have to watch, but, um, it was always great to hear positive reinforcement, uh, regarding the show, um, all the time. Um, especially if, uh, Neil Breen never came on here and it, there was, I, I love that while we were in this little hiatus here, um, many people did reach out to us to talk about his new film, which I'm not paying $160 for about the making of his movies, but I'm glad people wanted to hear us talk about that. Perhaps on my new show, uh, we could talk about that. But at this time, uh, I guess it's uh, the book is closed on Cult Cinema Cavalcade and Neil Breen. Um, but I'll continue to be a fan of his and support whatever endeavor he wants to go on. So that's a little bit of that in my farewell address to you, the Cult Cinema Cavalcade fans. Um, I hope I hope you go back and just keep listening to this show. It's a good show. There's classic episodes. I, I really feel like we nailed some stuff and had a good thing going on. Um, but before I, I sign off, before I transfer from this show to the next, uh, which... Once again, very excited for. Um, I want to. I want to recognize some people and, and give some thank yous out, um, because you were a part of this cult cinema cavalcade family, and your presence here, whether hefty or light, was felt. And I was just tickled to have you be a part of the program, or just indulge us for the moment. But uh, the first thank you, of course goes to Brad Shoemaker, Creative Zombie Studios. Um, I can't thank Brad enough. Uh, he just, he loved uh, doing stuff with our show, trying to make up merch for it, and um, producing. Just, uh, I can't thank him enough for, you know, distributing the show across um, all the podcast feeds in the world, um, letting us use the studio to bring in certain guests and do our show, and, uh, being involved with all, all sorts of creative endeavors. Um, seriously humbled by just the amount of gratitude and uh, generosity you show us. And I look forward to Brad will be producing and Creative Zombie will be producing my next show. Um, so I look forward to continuing on with that. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Carl Doninger and the people of PopCon. Um, it was a home to call Cinema Cavalcade every summer. Sucks we couldn't do it this summer. Um but my, maybe my new show will make a presence there as well. But we, we had a blast uh, with your patrons. They're so kind, such good family-oriented people. And just nothing, the best word to describe um, PopCon when you're there is friendship. Because beyond all the, the nerding out, the cosplays, the podcasts, the YouTubers, the celebrities and stuff, there's just a, a, just a great friendship you can see through the halls there of people just loving being together and being there for each other um, over just the event itself. like And Carl understands that, and it's great. And um, thank you, Carl, and everybody else for making us um, a staple of PopCon uh, the last five years. Uh, I'd like to also thank Johnny Lyles and Mandy Montgomery of Jail Media Today. Uh, th- these two, they have their own thing going on, but they were very kind and always wanted to amplify the voice of Colton McCavalcade, always wanted us on um, to just help pr- 
promote our show, talk podcasts, you know, get the local scene going. And I uh, had a program movie night, which I was on quite a few times and enjoyed myself on there. And th- these two just put on events and would always make sure that we were looked out for. And they just wanted us to get our word out. And uh, I am very thankful for the both of you and, uh, look forward to hopefully seeing you in the future and talking more stuff. Uh, of course, uh, mainstay here, uh, the the fifth Beatle of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, Jessica Altman. Um, she did anything we'd ask of her, and she would always show up. She always was game. She was tortured with movies, and we never even let her pick one she wanted. Uh, actually, no, that was Mario Brothers. But um, she's one of my favorite people to have on. She's so talented, so funny. Um, check out her show, Doc Heads. It's a podcast, and you can listen to her on Bob and Tom's show. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much. Aaron Newworth out now with Aaron and Abe, the show to check out. Um, he writes for We Live Entertainment. Um, and he's a fellow writer at Weiss and Blue with me, and he has pushed me to other levels that I can't thank more. Um, I'm heavier in podcasting because of him, and he... He and I love talking shop with him, and he's always been game host, and he has fun on the show, and it's been a blast to you know crisscross shows with, and uh, yeah, he's seriously like yeah, you know, he jumped, he introduced me to the podcast world, the people, and uh, look forward to continuing to do stuff with him. Uh, Troy Brownfield uh, from the Saturday Evening Post, he's uh, always a a good friend and a good good chatter to have on the show and he's got such good background on things and brings such a unique voice presence to the table in such a compelling way to just sit back and all and listen to um russell mcgee from big finish he's uh, been on here show multiple times and a good guy in the corner to have and he's got such a good professional background and and such a f- fun way is to share his fandom with everybody uh, and he also like even hooked us into the august ragoni thing with godzilla which we can't you know, we're more than grateful for because that was a great episode. It was a great guest. Um, Rachel Friend uh, and her Five-ish Fangirls podcast. These are good friend podcasts. <laughs> her last name is Friend, but yeah. Uh, she's been such a help. Uh, even when not guessing on the show, she lets me know when there are errors. She was, she, uh, she'd be like, hey, what's up with this part of the recording? Or something I didn't notice. And I, she was the uh, fact checker. I'm a fact checker. I'm a tech checker. I don't know. But she helps out so much. Um, she's such a, we call her booth mom at the conventions because she's, she's got the snacks ready. She's always ready to help out in need, and, and she's a good podcaster. And um, she was had a lot of fun, um, you know, her and I being people who knew nobody but each other at PopCon Fort Wayne. We had a, we had a blast. And um, look forward to more endeavors from you. She's also got a new Oscars podcast, but I didn't write it down in my notes. But you should if you check out her, you could probably find that somewhere. Um gonna go down names rather than sit here i got Corey miller he's always been in our good friend in our corner uh sarah previous when she came on it's great linnea quigley oh my gosh that was like a dream come true and she was such a sweetheart after i like just kindest person texting me happy thanksgiving stuff like that it was crazy like i just won an interview and i got a cool friend out of it so that's that's awesome uh james oster from joe blow who was always here for friday the 13th and nothing else he came in and swooped in last minute after our permanent fixture on that kind of had to change and he was just 
too much fun and he's a good friend and um always love talking watching teenagers get stabbed with him that's fun stuff bianca elaine she's another good guest and a long time staple of the show um such a good talker we had a lot of good chats off air that just um were a lot of fun a lot of cool personal stuff and she's a great person and i hope someday we see zombie natrix fully uh fully made um john roca my old friend from he was on collider but now he's got his outlaw nation thing going and i wish him the best he was uh we had a good couple episodes with him and uh hope to crisscross paths with him on the new show coming soon uh matt pelser he was you know behind the scenes just always a good person that would you know give good positive reinforcement he showed up on hard ticket to hawaii um, just good dude, does good work, and you should check out the stuff he's doing on NPR. Uh, Katie Reif from the AV Club, a good new friend. Like, she is such a burst of energy and loves the garbage stuff to a great degree and is a fun person to have on the show. Uh, Todd Farmer, that was cool. He was a great guy. He stood us up for one, uh, one night, but, man, he made it up tenfold. Um, real good dude. Uh, I want to also, Bob and Tom show, Josh Arnold, Christy Lee, those were, like, Christy Lee was like, holy crap, listen to you as a kid, here you are, and we were talking the show, and she's a good person, Josh Arnold, man, that was an awesome episode, and I always feel shit, I never had him back, I'm an idiot, why did I never have him back on the show, we won our first award because I submitted the episode of Deathbed, which I still remain as possibly the best Colts in the Cavalcade episode ever, I don't know, don't know, but it was a great episode, and then he didn't come back, I never, it's my fault, I never, I didn't, I was gonna have him back, and then just time gets away, you want to have all these guests on. It's just crazy. And he's a busy guy. So, but thanks to that. Also, there's people like behind this, like good people that support the show that I was friends with Talk Shop, other podcasters, things like that, that I just, you know, they might not get appreciation of the show, but like Jeff Chandler, he was on an episode, but he was always helping out. And um, like Rachel, just pointing out things that I needed to see and and helping, helping hand. Uh, Chad Huber of the... <clears throat> Oh gosh, Secular Perspective podcast, and and a big PopCon award winner too. Um, he's always been a good friend of the show. Um, David Banks, this guy. Oh my gosh, I love this dude. He's such a great, genuine guy. He's been always been in my corner. He even did an interview episode with a schmuck like me on his own podcast, and such a good dude. Um, hopefully, I can repay the favor somehow, some way, someday. David, you've been a great guy. Uh, the Literate Gamers, uh, John Davis Mall, Nick Rust, you guys. So solid. Nick was actually on our Attack of the Clones episode that never aired, so he was on Cults in the Cavalcade, but then it never posted. I owe you you both a lot. You guys have listened to me um, talk podcast woes and dramas, and I I appreciate that the fullest, and I hope look forward to collaborating with you guys in the future. Um, Tony Troxel, Geeking in Indiana. This guy. Check out his site, all the local stuff. A genuine, great human being. Always fun to talk shop with. He'll have he'll have your back uh, anytime. He's awesome, dude, and you should hard worker. Like he puts it all in, and like I don't know how he does it, but we we probably all wonder how we all do it. But um, just a great, genuine guy. Check him out. Geeking in Indiana. Never had him on, but man, he was there. Um, also, um, Megan Splinchow, uh, Liz I <clears throat> Idenbach. Uh, Greg Gowsey were on David's show. Uh, so much fun. Uh, I also want to point out this weird thing. So, like, we had one 
uh, winter, there was PopCon Fort Wayne. It was my hometown. I went back there and hosted a podcast table. It was supposed to be like the podcast, live podcast stage at the other PopCon, but it ended up not having a lot of sh- programming signed up for it because that town never had a convention like that before and maybe not a lot of local podcasts. And I, I was there by myself, so I couldn't do Cults in the Cavalcade, and I decided to host things, and I had all these people on, and there was no recording equipment. There was enough to megaphone live the show, but we didn't record anything, and nothing I recorded could have gone anywhere. Like, Cults in the Cavalcade, it wouldn't have fit. Um, but I had these people on, did these interviews, and had nowhere to post them, but I owe them for helping me fill that time, fill that stage, do stuff. Um, but I want to point out James T. Wolfgar, um, and John Quaid of Wolfgar Weapons. James was great. He supplied me with people to interview um, for a couple chunks, and he's game by uh, game to talk shop and stuff. And he's got a great business and like wowzers talent in cosplay and props. Just check him out. Wolfgar Weapons, great. Quaid, awesome cosplayer. He's fun guy and got a lot of talent and a good good person to hear talk. Good dude. Uh, Lisa Anderson Kleckner of Lady Cosplay Creations. She was a fun chat. She's got some really creative crisscrossing and fun cosplays of her own. Um, author Prez Maxson. This dude rules, man. Like I met like someone I think is like a good friend and we've only bought him put into each other a couple times, but we had a great interview where we just sort of like stopped and we we're like, let's just talk to each other during this. And it turned out great. Uh, he's an awesome dude. Check out his book, Pigeon. I actually read the damn thing and it is really good. So um, it's a fun book. It goes by really quick. Um, just check that out. Uh, Molly Farnsley of Everpresent. She is awesome, super talented. And as of recent, like I was like, so how long have you been drawn? And she's like, oh, I just started like a couple years ago. And she's got this cool little ongoing comic she's doing. Um, it's called Ever Present. Check her out. Um, I will. I will note to Molly if she is listening for some reason. Your business card has been my bookmark since there. So like I've just been using her book business card, which has a cool drawing on it as a bookmark. And then comedian Anthony Razik from the um, Mommy Comedy Festival in Fort Wayne. Funny dude, genuine guy. Um, that night they they did uh, they did a a superhero roast, and he was the penguin. He looked great. Um, all really cool people, and Breakfast Anytime, who is a any in the uh, they're an improv group there, made me feel comfortable, made me feel at home at home. Really weird, but um, had a great time with them. I see them at conventions a lot. They're awesome dudes. Check them out. Um, but lastly, uh, Tom Labrie. Yeah, thanks. But no, last, and I saved it to last. But it's the most special thanks to my co-hoster. Cullen. We set out to do this long ago. He was doing a podcast at the time. I was just coming out of one, but we set out to do cults in the cavalcade. Um, it was just sort of like our childhoods being put to audio and we nailed it. Like we really did. We really felt we did. We never were like down on anything too hard, but from like the start, we felt we nailed it. Um, of course, Things evolve. They get to where they are. But we came up with recurring gags and all this sort of thing. And they just came together kind of natural. And I had a blast making the show. Um, and I thank him for dealing with my madness, um, my perfectionism, being cooperative, collaborative, and just a all-around great friend through this. 
and you know unfortunately this you know this has just come to its end but our friendship is forever and um but this show is a cool staple on things we did we used to have a video a little video company when we were in high school too so we've done collaborative efforts together throughout um but um this has been a good a good cool um chapter of both of our lives and our friendship and i look forward to whatever the next one is but uh thank him so much for you know making this come to life helping it breathe life and being there and doing it and um yeah and and yeah and of course appreciative of you listeners and anyone who listened to this drivel that i just put out um if i missed a name or some you felt you should have been named pretend i'm saying it here <laughs> i'm not vindictive or anything i just it's kind of a spur of the moment thing i thought i probably needed to put out there in the audio waves uh, there's written vo- versions of this um and i probably have a video posted of it now too but um once again cult cinema cavalcade it was a great great achievement i'm so proud of it um i'm very happy closing the book on it i feel it's done its thing and it was awesome and I look forward to my next show. But until then, well, there's no trailer for that show to actually trail. So here's this. Hey, guys, look at me. I'm on my way to Earth. Pretty crazy, huh? Oh, what about us? Yeah. Oh, what are we supposed to do without you? Who's going to teach us about what it is to be human and stuff? Yeah. Listen, you guys, at this point, you guys know as much about it as I do. Uh, listen, you know, I don't have a lot of time. My signal's starting to break up. I can tell I'm getting out of range. Listen, if you look under the desk, there's a plaque I made for you guys to put up to remember me by. Yeah, here it is. Look, boy, nice job, Joel. Very professional looking. Really nice job. Uh, yeah, thanks. I, I really got to get out of here. I'm almost out of range. Listen, you guys, be strong and true. I love you. Bye. Well, it's been a big day. Who's hungry? No, not yet, Doofus. Oh. Let's find out what's on the plaque. Oh, okay. Press that oh. button there. Oh. Uh, Recording. Uh, ah. To all on the satellite of love from Joel. Hey, that's us. Shh. The whole world is a circus if you look at it the right way. Every time you pick up a handful of dust and see not the dust, but a mystery, a marvel there in your hand. Every time you stop and think, I'm alive, and being alive is fantastic. Every time such a thing happens, you are part of the Circus of Dr. Lou. What? What? Circus of Dr. Lou? Oh, gee, brother, Joel leaves and his last words are from a George Pals movie? I thought it would be something profound, you know, like from the Psalms or the Upanishads, or, or even the Desiderata, for that matter. Last, Last transmission, transmission from, from Joel, Joel coming in on Hexfield. Joel, buddy, the circus of Dr. Lou, I don't get it. Hey, it's my favorite movie, so sue me. I gotta go, guys. Hey, see you later. Sorry, folks, I can't come back. Bye. I don't know how it works. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Wow. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to miss him. Yeah, well, I guess he's gone for good, fellas, and... That only means one thing. I'm in charge. What? Race you to the Mallow Cups? I found out where he hides them. Oh, Crow, too soon. (laughs) Think they'll send us a new guy? Oh, sure. They're bound to. But until that happens... Panic! Ah!